0: Ronald Jones is probably the most effective rusher that they have. Um, but between him and Fournette, uh, I mean, they're not really that big of a threat. But, you know, then again, their offensive line was was good enough to, to move the ball down the field no matter what way they wanted to. So, it's again, that's another team that's, to, that's tough to find
1: weaknesses. And what what are people talking about the Buccaneers at the end of the season? How
0: much longer is Brady going to be here
1: for? I mean, how much longer can we keep this going? <laughs> and give me a record. all right all right kyle we got what's stacked so we got tampa in first you got um i, I guess carolina in second at six and eleven yeah, it's a, it's a rough yeah, yeah it is so you got carolina in second then you got um new orleans at third and you got atlanta in last okay all right um I had it pretty similar. I got Tampa. I got Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans. I got New Orleans three and fourteen this year. I think it's going to fall apart for them. I can see
0: that. Uh, I wouldn't. Nothing really surprised me there. I think the uh,
1: main takeaway is that we both think the Bucks run away with that division. Oh yeah, no, I don't. That's not. That's not even debatable. All right, NFC North. uh, We're getting there, Kyle. I, I really appreciate this, man. We're getting there. We're getting there last i couldn't possibly No, what you what do you think i was gonna lead off with them i mean come on man i gotta say the best or the worst in this case for last but nfc north um do i gotta come over there and knock knock your kneecaps off there kyle quinn uh or or is uh the other new head coach uh dan campbell is he is he going to um you know uh what's going on down there in uh detroit
0: Yeah, the Lions uh, the Lions just miserable I I think Dan Campbell's going to blow up in everybody's face I mean, that guy's a freaking lunatic I mean, that that President Roberts was hilarious and all (laughs) but uh, there's no indicator to me that the guy knows how to coach a football team and I mean, that team is just devoid of any sort of talent whatsoever I mean, Garrett Goff going down there was basically just just
1: So you see no no glimmer of hope down there in Denver. I, Denver in Detroit, it's just the no, no. same clowns, different or same circus, different clowns. No, the teams going to be as miserable as their city. Well, God, well at least Dan Campbell watching Dan Campbell fall apart. might be fun? That might actually be yeah, pretty. Yeah, well, it be
0: fun for an outsider.
1: Yeah, and uh, so are you intrigued at all by Penny Sewell, um, the tackle out of Oregon that they drafted at seven? I mean, is he is he going to go yeah. down in, in history as the me- the next Megatron Barry Sanders to languish in Detroit for a career wasted? Is that what's going to happen here? I
0: mean, that's the thing. I mean, you got a guy who's a left tackle, but how big of a difference maker is a left tackle when the rest of your team sucks? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like a Barry Sanders can at least give like have some flashy plays, and a Kevin
1: Johnson will score you some touchdowns. But if you don't have – Good uh, offensive playmakers. The left tackle is kind of just there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you think about it. He can probably just get fat on contracts and just live life in the obscurity, do whatever he wants. I mean, yeah. I guess you got to do it you um All right. Um, so, uh, okay, let's get right to what are people saying about Detroit at the end of the year. All right, let, let's find a quarterback. I mean, Goff's not it.
0: I'm sure they'll, they'll still be hanging on to some Dan Campbell hype because. I don't think it would go just that disastrously that quickly. Uh, but they'll probably wonder about what's next at quarterback.
1: And what's the what's the line record? Man. <sighs> Two and 15. All right. All right, moving on to Minnesota. Kyle Quinn. Uh, the other it's turning out literally to be a very obscure team to me uh, lately has been the Minnesota Vikings. Um, you know uh, – uh, they were what knocking on the door just four years ago, and and they've 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 kind of like sunk back down the mediocrity. Uh, what what is Kyle Quinn's take on the on the Minnesota uh, Vikings?
0: Yeah, the Vikings, the uh, I don't really think improved or uh, or devolved
1: much no. last season. I think they kind of are what they are. Kirk Cousins is
0: a good, not great quarterback. Dalvin Cook is an absolute beast running the football, and I mean, you know, the, their wide receiver group is decent. Digs is. Probably a little bit too big of a loss for the Dover call on the offensive side of the ball. But, um, and, and Zimmer knows how to run a, a decent defense. Uh, again, I, I just think Cousins is probably the quarterback that's going to be good enough to get them right there on the cusp of the playoffs, Maybe making the playoffs, but just not really doing it enough to push them any
1: further. I do like the Patrick Peterson signing. Obviously, he's not the player he was three years ago. But I would love to have him here. But, uh and same thing with Xavier Woods. Would not mind to have those guys here, but no. um, you know, you're right. Uh, now let's talk about one of the wide receivers that kind of keeps coming up. Um, name is Justin Jefferson. Is, um, is is Justin Jefferson the real deal? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, the way he came on last year, that uh, that did not look like a flash in the pan. He was doing it from every spot on the field, slot. Uh, that he was. He was from the XY MC. I mean, he, he was just a piece and he was doing it in all different ways. He's making 50 50 catches. He's getting open. His route running is pristine. He is a damn good wide receiver and a huge, huge miss by the
1: U. Are you willing to admit that he could have done that in any city with any quarterback? Uh, I, I think he would look pretty damn good in Eagles. Well, that's kind of a reverse. And when I have it on tape if you want me to play it back to what you said last year, but we'll get to that here in a second. Um, Give me a uh, strength and a weakness of the Vikings. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a wide receiver group. Is you know, they're running back. Gavin Cook catch ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Zealand and and uh, Justin Jefferson, I, I think, is, uh, is is a big strength for the team now. Um, weakness is probably Kirk like to them, to be honest. Because, I, like I said, I think they go as far as he takes them. And I think he can only take them so far. And what are people talking about the Vikings at the end of the year? And give me a record. Okay, it's
0: not, not going to be Zimmer's fault. No, We're it's not. Be upset with how, uh, how the way things ended up. And he's
1: going to uh, be a scapegoat. Nick Foles will look good in Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles is going somewhere. He's not going to finish the season in Chicago. You know that. Kyle, do you agree with me, though, that he will not finish the season as a bear? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be a bear. But... He's going to be moved by by the. I don't think. I think by week one, he'll be moved. Okay. Uh give me a record from Minnesota. Eight nine. All right. Now to the, to the Chicago Bears. Um they were a team that last year, um uh well they moved on from Mitch Trubisky, which um God man. You know, the smartest people in the room disease, I guess just doesn't just affect the Eagles. So uh luckily they were able to move on from him. Um I'm. I'm actually interested to hear what you have to say about Chicago, Kyle. Because again, it just don't seem. I don't. I don't know. Obviously, the selection of Justin Fields is a huge step in creating an identity. But who are the Chicago Bears, Kyle Quinn? I mean, they're they're uh, a team that's kind of tough to give an identity to, just because Matt Nagy. I, I mean, he's. I don't think he's a very good coach. I
0: mean, at least he hasn't shown to be the past few years. It really seems like he's going to be hitching his wagon to Justin Fields. Now, the only issue that I have with making that statement is that if he was truly doing that, he probably should have named him a starter or at least a smart head coach that knows that his ass is on the hot seat would name Justin Fields a starter and not go into what is his make-or-break season with Andy freaking Dalton as a starter. Mm. I just think it's boneheaded, and it shows me that either one, the Bears are content with this kind of being a throwaway season and a learning season for Justin Fields and Matt Nagy, which I believe is a mistake, or they're just that incompetent. And other one, uh, I, I don't agree with or I, I don't think is uh, a very good direction for the Bears.
1: And the, um, you know, I, I, you're right. I, when I look at the Chicago Bears, I, I just don't, I don't see any, I don't, Matt Nagy captured Lightning in a bottle along with Mitch Trubisky that one year in two thousand and eighteen. And then sure. the, they double dunked themselves right out of right out of relevance back into obscurity. Um you're right. Uh you know, I, I don't know where the uh Chicago Bears are headed. I don't even I couldn't even start to explain what the Chicago Bears are, Kyle. Well, they need name they need to name Justin Fields yes. the quarterback. You're right. They yeah. won't even have a hope of winning some games. Now, so what what are the strengths and weaknesses of the Chicago Bears? Jeez, well, I think their defense is pretty solid, the Bears. I think they do have a decent defense. And David Montgomery is a pretty good runner. Allen
0: Robinson is a pretty decent wide receiver. Uh, their weakness is very obviously their starting QB. I mean, Andy Dalton just can't hack it. I do think Justin Fields is a good quarterback. So once they finally get that situation right, then I, I think that'll end up being a strength for them. Uh, But as of right now, I think their weaknesses are their coach and their starting quarterback.
1: And what are people saying about the Chicago Bears at the end of the season?
0: (sighs) Fire Matt Maggie. Why the hell was Justin Fields not in uh, before week eight?
1: (laughs) I agree with that. And give me a record. All right, now before we get to the defending NFC North champion, uh, let's talk about some of the drama surrounding the Green Bay Packers in the offseason. Um, here we go again. We got so uh, um, Aaron Rodgers. Now, when you talk Aaron Rodgers, uh, when you speak of um, you know his lineage, in my opinion, I think he's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I think when the dust settles, he will be a considered a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I think Rodgers is more talented and he can do more things. Um, but I, I can't deny Tom Brady went to the Super Bowls at this point on two different teams. I just can't. I no, can't. and I also can't deny that Tom Brady went into Lambo and smacked around Aaron Rodgers yeah. and the Packers in the NFC Championship game. I can't deny that either. Uh, but then the fact that there was any kind of um, – that there's even a conversation around, is he still going to be the quarterback? If it, You know um, – I don't know. Maybe this is another reason why I'm not an owner of a team. But if I have an Aaron Rodgers, you're, I'm basically saying, Aaron, when do you want to leave? I mean, I've already kind of positioned myself with Jordan Love. Tell me when you're ready to leave, and we'll we'll go from there. So, what do you make of all this nonsense around Aaron Rodgers this offseason?
0: Yeah, well, Rodgers clearly feels like he's been wrong by the organization. It's hard not to, you know, it, it's hard to disagree with him when you see what they've done. I mean, they. That they drafted a quarterback, kind of refused to get him uh, yeah. help along to you know, wide receivers, which he kind of he clearly needed in uh, over the past few years. You know, he had Devontae Smith, but other than that, I mean, he was kind of struggling. And they ended up going out with guys like Equinemius Saint Brown, like who the hell is that?
1: <laughs> well, that's year? an and, awesome I mean, name. The emergence of
0: <laughs> Robert Tunyon and stuff like that. So, I mean, Rogers is making do with what he has just because he's Aaron Friedman
1: Rogers. and he goes uh, out and has an MVP season. You know. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, uh, Rodgers is is Rodgers. I mean, he's he's just an amazing quarterback. But uh, but they, they definitely have. Uh, I don't think they've necessarily put him in. Uh, they haven't really made it seem as though they're they're committed
1: to him. So, I and I don't know if that's even going to. And obviously, he doesn't feel that way this year. You know, that they, they did uh, acquire Randall Cobb. Uh, they they signed uh, Dennis Kelly. Uh, DeVondre Campbell, and that's really it. I mean, they they really didn't go out there and and, and I, in my opinion, and you know, grab their young quarter co- or their franchise quarterback and say, "Here we go, we're, we're all in." Uh, I do like Eric Stokes, uh, the cornerback out of Georgia, as their first round pick. Uh, I thought they had a decent draft. Um, what are what what is uh, what are some of the um, strengths and weaknesses of the Packers? Yeah, well, their biggest strength is Aaron Rodgers. He's probably the best quarterback in football besides. Uh... Patrick Mahomes. Um, they have a pretty good defensive line, too. And I think um, I think the wide right receivers are oh, just okay. I'm trying to go through, like, one by one here. I think they
0: – I would say it's probably their defensive line and the quarterback or their two biggest strengths. Okay. Big great um, biggest weaknesses, I would say probably the running back room, maybe their linebackers. I mean, ever since Clay Matthews left, they've kind of been struggling over the middle part. think of uh,
1: their starting running back's name. Is it Green? Yeah, Amon Green, right? Or am I going way back with that one? No. Uh, yeah, I'm going way back with that guy. <laughs> I think we both did.
0: For some reason, we both thought he was Amon Green. That, that was like the running back he was before, whatever. whatever. Uh, I can't remember what the running back's name is. But he was uh, – But he, oh, he, ah, damn it. It's just slipping. It was just there. But, it's slipping. but he, was, he was decent last year. But uh, uh, I don't think it's necessarily something they're going to be able to lean on a whole lot this year. I think it's gonna be a lot of Aaron Rodgers airing it out again and maybe leading uh another MVP
1: season. And, and give me a record of the uh Green Bay Packers. they will be 12 5. All right, 12 and 5. Uh so that's first place. So you got Green Bay 12 and 5, Minnesota 8-9, Chicago 7-10, and, and Detroit at a whopping 2 and 15. Um, I'm loving that, Kyle. Actually, I believe we are in step lockstep with that as well. Uh, I got Green, uh, yep, I got Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit, Kyle. Wow, great mind! All Uh, right, Kyle, we've made it, we've made it to the to our back door, we've made it to our our front porch, our backyard, our front yard, whatever our, our neighborhood, our street, whatever you want to call it, Kyle. We've arrived. Uh, let's now talk about the worst division in football, the National Football Conference's Eastern Division. Uh, we will start at the top of the division this time and work our way down. Um, the NFC East has, has not had a repeat divisional champion since the 2004, 2005 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Washington yet to be given a new nickname football team, uh, captured that division last season. Um. I was honestly, at one point, I think at the end of the season, when all that nonsense with the uh, Eagles throwing the game against the, the, the football team and the Giants being mad, when, when we're talking about that no team in this division finished above 500 or even at 500, uh I don't think anybody should be complaining about nothing. It was a truly embarrassing being a member and a fan of the NFC East, Kyle Quinn, in 2020. Uh, do you share my sentiments? Oh, no. <laughs> come oh, on, it was, man. Okay. Okay. All right, Kyle. So let's talk about the Washington football team. Uh, I believe Dan Schneider has said that there will be a new team nickname come up uh, coming in 2022, um, and they said it's not going to be the Warriors. So I, I have no idea where they're going to go with this. Um, what, what is your feeling? I think we've talked about this. What is your feeling about that? Do you think that it's too? That they should already be somebody by now.
0: I mean, I think it's completely and utterly embarrassing that they didn't even have one for the, the one season. But now that they're going two seasons as the football team. I think they should say the football.
1: There you go. Yeah, the heck with it. I mean, but it has like that like 1930s vibe to it. Doesn't it, it does, and I'm kind of digging the uh, the W on the one side and the number on the it's other. not terrible. No, it's really it's really not. not. All right, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Big story out of out of DC this 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 summer was the Ryan Fitzpatrick signing. Uh listen, I believe the Washington football team has probably one of the best if not going to be the best defense in all football uh this season. They are a quarterback away. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick that quarterback? No. No, I mean he's he's exactly what we've always known of him in his all like, what 16-year career in the NFL. I mean, he's, it, it's the cycle of Fitzpatrick. He sits behind somebody. The guy who's in front of him starts to struggle. Fitzpatrick comes
0: in as the backup and starts to play well. And then he earns a starting job. And then people start to think that he's a good starter. And then he gets a starting job somewhere. And then he sucks. And then the cycle continues. This is the, this is the cycle of Ryan Fitzpatrick. We are currently at the stage where people have talked themselves into Ryan Fitzpatrick being a good starting quarterback.
1: Okay, now when you say we, do, are you referring to the Eagles nation, or are you referring to the NFL? We as,
0: we as football fans, as a collective.
1: Okay, now we we can agree that he plays a different way against the Eagles, right? 1,000%. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, I just want to make sure that we're on the right page, because there's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then there's Ryan Fitzpatrick versus the Eagles.
0: Yeah, well, fortunately, he only plays the Eagles twice.
1: So. Yes, all right. Now, with, uh, with the Ryan Fitzpatrick move, they also brought in uh, DeAndre Carter, Adam Humphreys, uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, Ricky Jones, uh, Charles Leno, um, Tyler Larson, David Mayo, uh, William Jackson. I mean, they, they went out and they loaded up. Uh, they loaded up with some potential good players, Daryl Roberts, Bobby McCain, Dustin Hop- Hop- and their quarterback, Dustin Hop- Hoskin- Hopkins. The question is, have they done enough to solidify themselves as the new hierarchy in the NFC East?
0: No, uh, I really don't think I have. I mean, their defense is pretty good, um, but their offense still doesn't really scare me. I think mean, Gibson's a pretty good runner, but uh, I just don't know the running pitchbacks is going to be able to move the ball enough for them to be really okay. that scary. And uh, I, I just look around the NFC East, and I
1: think there's better teams. I really do. Okay. And give me your strength and your weaknesses of the Washington football team. Well,
0: their strength is 100% their defense. Absolutely. Um, that, yeah. that thing's nasty. It's deep. It's young. Uh, their weakness
1: is. Uh, I mean, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's just. I, I don't think he's a very good quarterback. Prove that again this year. And what are people saying about the Washington football team at the end of the season? Get an actual quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh All right. So, tell me what. A, give me a Washington football team record. <laughs> okay, All right, moving on to the New York football Giants. So Kyle, you have not been quiet in your disdain and your absolute hatred of this football team. Now, I don't know if it's hatred because you just don't like them or if it's hatred because you think they're a dumpster fire or if it's a combination of both. But what does Kyle Quinn really feel about the New York Giants? Oh, you want to know what I really feel? What about do you about really game? feel about the New York Giants? Uh, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to be one of the worst teams
0: in football this year. I really do. I think Joe George is a joke. I think he's a fake football guy. I think he's a fake tough guy. I think his players are already kind of sniffing that out. you got guys retiring in training camp. He's got them running laps. They're fighting within each other. Um, they made panic moves this off season in the draft. They really are another directionless organization. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they are one of those teams that are once again a, a directionalist. Uh you when you consistently are loading up on these damn wide receivers, uh, I know there was just the big thing that they were uh, you know, upset that the Eagles had bumped, bumped ahead of them to go after um Devontae Smith because they were targeting him. And they ended up going with Kadarius Tony. Uh, you know, I just I don't understand what the um what's going on. They 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 have no defense to speak of. Uh, and they have a serviceable wide receiver core, but they needed to really concentrate on their defense. Uh, I like Judge as a coach. I like that old-schoolness. But uh, Daniel Jones is a garbage quarterback. He's a fraud. So I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. All right. So strength and weakness of the Giants. It's tough to find a strength, man. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess they have a pretty decent wide receiver. Dalladay's okay. You know, Saquon's um, coming yeah. back. You know. Yeah, Saquon
0: is coming back. So I'll say they're, yeah, they probably have one of the best running backs in football. So
1: we'll mm. give them and then their weakness is uh, name yeah, one. Jones, yeah. Jones, and what are people saying about the Giants at the end of the season? Blow it up. Blow it up, yeah. And give me a record. <laughs> give me a record. 3-14. and 14. All right, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, a team that was actually, um, you know, and I, I I better watch what I say, but, um, you know, losing Dak uh, last year I think really hurt them. Um, I don't like that. Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk up the Cowboys. I'm mean, crazy, but um, you know, losing Dak Prescott helped everybody else out in that in that division. I mean, they they had an opportunity, especially last year. Their defense is probably worse than the Eagle defense last year. They have no defense to speak of, but they had a good offense and they just could not obviously sustain the loss of Dak Prescott. What are your feelings about the Cowboys? Yeah, um, I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying the hype again with the the Cowboys. I think uh, there's question marks about Dak Prescott's shoulder,
0: whether he's going to be fully, fully healthy uh, this season. There's a lot of talk about whether he's overcompensating for the ankle injury. Uh, We've seen that before with our quarterback, Carson Lance and the ACL, uh, how he ended up getting his back injury sort of from that. So there's definitely a little bit of a question mark with Dak Prescott. I don't think Mike McCarthy can coach to save his life. And the most important thing is that their defense